Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to My Wave Podcast, where we talk about the surfer and their one most memorable wave. And if you've been listening, typically it is just one wave, but sometimes it's two waves. They've got to get in. Or there's a couple episodes that we've had where we've got to have a part two with the the surfer because, man, it was just epic and we want to hear the next wave. And so those are are coming. But today um, I'm with... uh, I'm with Austin Cooper, and uh, apparently he doesn't have just one wave. He's got a whole session. Is that right? Yeah, it was uh, it was a whole session last fall. Oh, so it's a recent session. Yeah. I'm excited really to hear recent. about this. So Austin Cooper will be with us here in just a moment. Uh, but first, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode. Uh, it's Shredder's Surf Camp. Shredder's Surf Camp here at Wrightsville Beach, North Carolina. So if you're in southeast North Carolina and you want to learn to surf, look up Shredder's Surf Camp at shreddersurf.com. They do group lessons, private lessons, bachelorettes, bachelor parties, whatever. And they also do four-day camps for seven-year-olds and up. So uh, check them out, uh, grab a friend, and and learn to surf. Uh, they're great to work with, shreddersurf.com. Also, uh, I appreciate the emails from time to time that people send, giving encouragement, criticizing. It's awesome. If you wanted to, to add to that, <clears throat> tell me I'm a kook. I will say, yes, I am. And But you could send an email to mywavepodcast at gmail.com. Maybe make a suggestion, some criticism. Just let me know you're listening and you're enjoying. But if you like what you've been hearing and like to support in some tangible way, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash mywave and you can buy me a cup of coffee. Drink coffee, Austin? Oh, yeah. Uh, and in, Every fact, day. in fact, we met... The other day, Vigilant Hope at Vigilant Hope, the roastery uh, downtown, and they're they're getting a shout out here. I need to get talk yeah. to talk to those yeah, guys. Maybe about, they need a sponsor. They podcast. do, ladies and gents. Come check on, Jeremy. out the roastery on Sixteenth and Dock Street uh, here in Wilmington. Gr- good coffee, good purpose. Yep. Yeah, good stuff there. Uh, but yeah, go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash my wave, and uh, you can buy me a cup of coffee, buy me 10 cups of coffee, whatever you want. And um, it would be even cooler if uh, you wanted to hang out, we can meet at the roastery, and you can buy me a cup of coffee for real. Anyway, Perfect. hey, Austin, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited too. Sitting fat and happy post Chipotle. Yeah, Chipotle. <laughs> Thank you for lunch. Yeah, you're oh, you're not supposed to say that because I don't normally buy everybody oh. lunch. Now oh. we've set a precedent. I'm toast. I need those sponsorships, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm going to have to start taking all my all my interviewees out to eat. No, <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. glad to do it, man. That's good. So you and I have never met until a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. Or maybe three. We were. I was meeting a friend at the roastery, Vigilant mm-hmm. Hope, drinking some coffee, and uh, we were talking about uh, Ride Nature. Yep. And uh, Ride Nature is a nonprofit organization down in Florida. Is that where they're based out of? Yeah. Yeah. They're in downtown Fort Myers, Florida. Um, it's an action sports ministry that uh, primarily focuses on skateboarding for the most part but okay does a lot with surfing and wakeboarding and i think they're into mountain biking just really using action sports as a means to you share the gospel tell they, people about jesus there you go there yeah. you go so you interned with him one summer is that right yeah so i was an intern in 2016 okay. um 
I think I spent like three or four months down there, went on a couple trips, went to Puerto Rico, went mm. to Nicaragua, went to Costa Rica, um, did some stuff on the East Coast, just different, you know, mission trips with them. It was yeah. a jam-packed summer. Awesome. But one awesome. of the best summers of my life, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. so I was talking with my friend, mentioned Ride Nature, and like five minutes later, I you come over and you go, did, did I hear you say Ride Nature? <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then we struck up and then i was like hey you want to be on the podcast yeah yep and so here you are here we are yeah i appreciate <laughs> it we were going to do this podcast out on the front porch and we're getting things we're eating some some chipotle and whatnot and uh, go figure across the street one guy cranks up a a, a blower and next guy in, in the house next door cranks up a <laughs> riding lawnmower and so we're like hey let's go inside it was perfect <laughs> it worked out great uh, worked out great so welcome so stoked to hear um your wave story so yeah where are we going for this wave story so we're going to a, a super secret location um across the inlet uh <laughs> from south end not to be disclosed so do you know how many times on and, and maybe it's because i'm interviewing a lot of people local uh -huh. people talk about this super secret location <laughs> <laughs> something tells me this is no longer a super secret yeah the <laughs> super secret not so secret anymore <laughs> but you know it is a it's a it's a cool pretty cool and magical place yeah like masonboro island you only can get there by paddling over canoeing boat, or yeah. boating over that's the only way to get there and it, it's have you explored anything outside of just surfing it have you ever camped out over there yeah or? camped out a number of times and hung out and it is it's funny you say that how magical it is uh I, just to give some backstory, my wife and I say we've become sort of evangelists for, for Wilmington. <laughs> and so we're always, you know, just inviting people and trying to convince people to move here. And <laughs> it seems like every time I take like one of those people over to Masonboro to see it or like whether it's a sunset or mm -hmm. just like a little surf or something, they just can't believe it. Like it's just such a special place. It really is. It yeah. really is. I've I've only camped out there a couple times and surfed over there. Uh -huh. Been here twelve years, but I've only paddled over there probably a dozen, maybe really? less. Yeah. 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 But it, it's a beautiful place. And that's where we're going for this this wave or this session. Uh -huh. All right. So so yeah. let, let just let's set it up. Why'd you go over there? What was going on? So we were at the end of a run of swell. Mm -hmm. Um and Hurricane Swell? Yes. Mm-hmm. And Wrightsville, there was nothing going on. Um, and the wind had a little more north in it mm -hmm. than Wrightsville. You're giving some secrets to the secret spot. Yeah, I know. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. We can edit <laughs> that out. <laughs> yeah, do that actually. Um, no, the, yeah, the wind was uh, a little more ideal. There you go. Uh, there you go. For, for Masonboro that day. Um, and me and one of my best friends, Nikki Lee, uh, <laughs> punk neck on Instagram, if you know him, <laughs> longboard extraordinaire. Um, we decided we, uh, we just wanted to paddle over that day. Um, we were thinking it's, it's a shot in the dark, but hopefully the tide and the wind and the swell, di swell direction was going to line up. Yeah. Um, what time of day was it? Uh, Did you say that? Kind of. I believe it was late afternoon. Okay. 
uh, or not super late, probably around four. Uh-huh. Um, if my boss is listening to this, I cut off work a little early that day. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we paddled over around four. Huh. Um, and it was the end of a run of swell. So I, I think everybody had gotten their fair share. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got over and there was only one boat, mm. um, which is ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe the, the guys that mainly ride shortboards are like, if there's one boat, oh, it's too small. We can't surf. But Nikki and I are longboarders. There you um, go. So small glassy waves are, are what we kind of live for. Yeah. Um, and we got over there and there was three guys out. Oh, what are you riding? Uh, so at the time I was riding a 9.8 uh, Black Rose Fine Swan. Um, it's a, you know, what it's based off of, you know, surfboards in the 50s and 60s called a pig. Mm-hmm. Um, basically like a wide point back longboard, narrower nose, but a little more refined version mm. of that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. that that's what you, you say you boated over, right? No, we paddled. Okay, you paddled. Yeah. yeah. Word of caution. Know your abilities before you try to paddle. Yes. Yes. Um, I've had a couple of friends not do the paddle so well and <laughs> <laughs> the way they end up depending on the the tide they ended up either in the ocean or yeah. further back in yeah. in the coastal by a boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they didn't yeah yeah it's like the pickup of shame oh yeah. man yeah uh, I, I paddled one time across tide was going out and i i we went plenty south uh-huh. and trying to make that hook around the current's really strong there and ended up midway of the jetty yeah and climbed over the rocks Ooh, um, got all cut off no we didn't actually okay. we, we were kind of picking and choosing and uh, we found a flat rock actually that waited for a little swell to pick us up okay. and we sat our butts down and then nice we're able to get up no dings <laughs> on our bodies or boards yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was good but, yeah <laughs> oh man so yeah note of caution everybody if you're deciding to paddle know your ability go with somebody and um Know, know the tides. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it'll determine where you end up. Yeah, be careful. Yeah. It's a lot easier on a longboard, too. Truth. Yeah. Truth. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think I towed my shortboard on my longboard one time. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's right. All right. So, Masonboro, you and a buddy, uh-huh. one boat in the cove there. Yeah. And then what what you what you discover when you... So, yeah. Um, well, the, so the, the three guys that were over there, um, it was kind of random. It was these three guys from Jersey um, oh. that had come down for this run of swell. They were like, they were supposed to go to the Outer Banks and like missed the swell and like didn't get it super good. And then they, they came down to go to like a festival here or something and ended up just randomly going over to Masonboro that afternoon. We oh. made buddies with them. Yeah. They like took some pictures and stuff like that so you got some pictures of the session i did it um i i had gone into the beach but punk neck maybe did okay Um, so maybe you can grab some from him yeah yeah, yeah. because i'd love to post those yeah but uh but yeah we got over there um empty lineup and you know i don't want to reveal too much but it was it was just the perfect longboard masonboro day mm-hmm. um the tide was full enough but it was also low enough to where it was breaking pretty slow like all the way from the outside and it looked like a miniature malibu okay. or something like that um and so yeah it was like waist to stomach high just perfect peeling waves for uh, just forever uh, now are you from around here yes yeah. Are you, are well, you, I'm, I'm from New Bern, which okay. is like an hour and a half north. Here, yeah, but, yeah. 
Okay. So had you ever surfed down this way as a kid or? Uh, not too much. No. All right. No. Where'd you surf when you were up there? So I, I surfed growing up uh, at a, uh, a secret spot that's the not so super secret spot anymore <laughs> called Shackford Banks. So, okay. Um, and Atlantic Beach, Emerald Isle, yeah. um, that whole, you know, spots around there. Yeah. The Cape Lookout. There you go. Yeah. Now, I've never surfed Crystal up there. Coast. Yeah, the Crystal Coast. I've never surfed up there, fished up there before. Okay. Uh, but surfing good up that way? Uh, yeah, it's a little bit more finicky than around here. We get more swell mm. down here, but on like when it gets good up there, it gets real good. Isn't that more south facing? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it might miss a lot of that that swell coming out of the north. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It'll wrap in, you know, on the right swell, but it has to be, has Ooh. to be big enough. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. How'd you get into surfing? So, uh, my dad, um, I really, my, I mean, my whole family, at least all the guys in my family surfed growing up. Uh, my uncles, my dad, um, my cousins, mm-hmm. like everybody just surfed. And so my, my first wave was at my grandma's condo oh, and, yeah. and final shores. Uh, my dad had this, old shortboard it was, it was probably i don't know it was from the 80s or something like that it was like four inches thick glassed in fin. glassed in twin fin <laughs> um we, it was called the wet lips uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the brand of the sur- or the surfboard but it the was the brand or the model uh i can't i honestly can't remember that'd be interesting to look that yeah, up. yeah i don't know if they i need to see if my uncle has it still <laughs> it sat behind a trailer for like years and years and but it's what i learned on and yeah, when I was six, my dad p- pushed me into my first wave, and uh, I didn't really like pick it up really hardcore from them. I wasn't like a little grom, like you know, chasing contests and like doing the whole thing. Um, I grew up playing other sports and surfing, which is kind of something I might might do when I go to the beach. Yeah, but then when I got my license, uh, when I turned sixteen, it was kind of on. Yeah, I was on from there. I got the yeah. bug. Yeah, I I picked up a board. I think I was about. 14 and a half, 15 uh, up in Ocean City, Maryland. Oh, and, nice. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where I started cutting my teeth on surfing. And yeah. Same thing when I turned 16, I grew up in the D.C. area. Ocean City, Delaware beaches were two hours away. Okay. And so I had this 1974 Cougar uh-huh. and we loaded up with boards on top. I had some soft racks and throw bodies inside uh-huh. and just cruise and uh just didn't know what we were doing we were yeah. just having fun doing it yeah. man you surf acid teague acid teague yeah. yeah in fact my son and i scored acid teague last summer oh really yeah it was uh, i was heading up to speak at a camp in pennsylvania uh-huh. and i said hey we're gonna hop the coast we're gonna leave a couple days early and look we were looking at the report and everywhere was not breaking except for acid teague huh. and so we got there you know went on to the park got to the to the lot it was packed yeah and we walked over and there's nobody out really and there's this just kind of north of the main beach uh-huh. just to the north there was this little peak lefts and rights Le- the the lefts were a little quicker the white rights were just running long yeah and I, I both of us had our logs uh-huh. and it was we just surfed our brains out uh-huh. it was a lot of fun yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I, I, we scored. Yeah. And nowhere else on the coast it seems like it was breaking, according <laughs> to the beautiful. reports. Yeah. yeah. So, Astig is a great place. Yeah. Well, the experiences I've had in Ocean City, the sandbars aren't always uh, yeah. the best. Ocean City, Maryland? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, there were jetties every, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, five blocks or uh-huh. something. And uh, so, you could find a break. Yeah. Uh, especially in the morning before the lifeguards got on duty. Because uh-huh. yeah. they had surf zones. Yeah. And so, there would be 
perfect waves, but outside the zone, and you get a ticket. Oh, and they were man. pretty strict about it too. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, reminiscent. Yeah, reminiscent. the old days. The old days back when we when we were young and free. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so hey, let's go back then to to this session. Okay. These three Jersey guys out there having uh-huh. fun. Yeah. You join them. Yeah. Struck up some friendships, uh-huh. hooting and hollering. Yeah. What what began to happen then that made this stand out? Yeah. So um, I remember just like sitting on the inside. This is like the distinct moment where I knew like, okay, like this is the session that I'm going to remember. Okay. Um, I remember sitting on the inside and watching Nikki, Nikki Lee, take off on a wave, uh, like way on the outside and like got on it before it even broke. I mean, he's riding, a, like I said, a really big board and this perfect bottom turn setup, mm. And it seemed like he hung 10 for like five, six sections, just uh, so long. Yeah. And, I, and I remember like thinking in my head, like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'll ever see this wave break yeah. like this ever again. It's like this, the way the sandbar was set up that day, um, I don't know if it was because of the recent storm that came through or, or what it was, but I just couldn't believe it. Uh, I just, and I was just screaming my head off, just like so ecstatic and like couldn't even hold it in. Just so <laughs> stoked he got that wave. Yeah. Um, and then like I paddled back out and and my next wave, I remember... I took off like in a similar fashion. It was like one of the bigger ones that had come through and it peaked up, um, slow bottom turn and rolled in, like came in, like got in the higher part of the wave and stepped up to a hang five and then stepped my front foot up and to like a crouch hang 10. And okay. I remember just like sitting super low, like dragging my hand oh. in the face um, and the same kind of thing, just hanging 10 for sections and sections and sections. Oh man. And we still talk about this session yeah. to this day. It's like, just can't believe it happened. And like right. the next few days after that, we were just texting and like reminiscing wave after wave after wave. And I just couldn't believe it. Nobody else joined you that morning. Nobody else came across. No, it was just the five um, of us out afternoon. there. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, the few times I've been to Mason Borough, I went over Wrightsville beach was just, blown out uh, and tiny yeah it was just a mess yeah and um so the guy I was with said, well let's let's paddle over so we paddled over there was nobody there uh-huh. and so we got onto the beach the winds were ideal yeah and it was clean yeah but there was like knee high uh-huh. and so we we just started like exploring the island and uh-huh. we just hanging out right there on that north side when all of a sudden this set rolls around and uh and broke nobody nobody in the water we're, uh-huh. we're just playing on the yeah. beach you know there's like three or four of us and we're like do you see that uh-huh. is that a fluke what yeah what just happened where was it it, it was right there on the north side okay yeah and and it was strange because it just it just appeared uh-huh. and so we paddled out and it continued to pick up and by yeah. the time we were exhausted and realized we still had to paddle back yeah <laughs> i mean it was probably stomach chest and just left, rights, and just us four. No one else. Nobody else over yeah. there. Weird. Out it's of, beautiful. Yeah. So I, I, I'm capturing what you're doing because I, I experienced something yeah. very similar, even though I've not been over there much. Yeah. Um, so that was just a, a gift. Yeah. We've seen that happen many times. Too. Really? Yeah. Paddle over on longboards and wish we had a fish or something. <laughs> yeah. Man. That's, that's awesome. So 
that that first wave that you took off that that crouch 10 yeah you, that that one just burns in your brain yeah yeah that's the one i just i think about it over and over and it was the same thing nikki was sitting out in front of me oh, just yeah. hooting and hollering and just so stoked yeah. um and then and then yeah it was after like me and nikki got a couple waves we were kind of down to the left a little bit you know, mm-hmm. further um further north and these guys were down in the south and we slowly merged together and yeah. then just had an incredible session the five of us were they logging it or were they yeah okay. yeah they were logging too oh man we were like trading boards and talking really? and yeah trying each other's equipment and yeah yeah it was it was super neat um and then he like one of the guys went and got his water housing from the beach and started oh, cool. taking photos i i didn't like i said i was already in by then and oh, but yeah. i didn't get any photos oh, but <laughs> yeah yeah very cool what now you ride shortboard as well yeah yeah what do you find <clears throat> like compare the two like what, yeah. it, for our audience one of the things about this is there's a lot of people that listen inland or uh-huh. in non-surfing areas yeah. and so explain for the audience the differences between longboard shortboard and just in, encapsulate them yeah yeah sure um and maybe maybe i'll just explain the types of waves i okay. ride them on okay. um so when i longboard i don't even necessarily look for how big the waves are i mean that's definitely a factor mm-hmm. um but more so the shape of the waves okay explain. Um, so like if I'm trying to decide, oh, am I going to ride my fish or ride my longboard? Like if it's softer, if maybe the tide's a little fatter and s- slower type wave. So softer, fatter. You're describing what the how the wave is breaking. Yeah. Okay. So explain that a little bit more. A soft wave, fatter wave. Yeah. So a softer wave, it's not going to break as fast. Mm-hmm. It's not as critical. So the wave face isn't as steep. Um, you have more time to do maneuvers. You're not just like racing down the line, trying to beat right. sections of the wave. Um, it's, you're just kind of cruising. You're, yeah. you're taking your time. Beating those sections and to not get beat by those sections. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, like, um, you know, and again, like if it's, if it's proper swell on the water, I'm going to grab a fish. Like if it's over chest high, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to grab a fish, whether it's soft or, you know, shore break or, or whatever it is. But, you know, chest high and under, um, like I'm always trying to make that decision, like fish or log. And so when it's like maybe like really heavy shore break or if it's tubing, definitely going to pull out the fish. And that's, you know, even down to when it's small. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't really want to ride a log if it's breaking like right off the shore or like little mini barrels or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Part of it, if it's shore pound, that log could get snapped. Yeah. Even on a small wave, you know, just the way it lands wrong and yeah well I, I nearly snapped my leg last year doing that oh no <laughs> yeah <laughs> forget the board you almost snapped your leg yeah, yeah yeah not good no 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 not good at all oh put me out for a little while but yeah we're good now oh man yeah so it did it did put you out yeah i was what out happened? for probably a month well so we were surfing um in carolina beach um on the north end and it, it i mean it was uh one of those days it was like breaking pretty soft on the in- outside and then it just got really shallow inside mm-hmm. and stood up and you know threw right on the shore and i just stayed on the nose too long and uh tried to step back in like three inches four inches of water and my, oh, no. my fin caught and threw me into the sand and Ooh. just landed wrong on my leg ouch nikki nikki was there that day too. yeah <laughs> well that uh, that's good you didn't break it mm-hmm. you're back at it yeah. that's good so uh, let's keep talking Longboard, shortboard. Yeah. What's the ride? Now you said fish. Uh huh. So do you do you do a, a thruster as well, or are you just sticking that fish to longboard? Uh, so my fish is a twin fin. 
Mm-hmm. It's a just kind of traditional right. fish shape, like a five seven. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you ride any other board smaller? Um, I do have a thruster that I ride sometimes, mm-hmm. but I ride the fish, either the fish or the longboard. That's prim- primarily what I'm riding. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, so longboarding, um, maybe for those that don't surf, um, longboarding is like a much more, your feet are a lot more active mm-hmm. surfing. So like when you're longboarding, you're walking up and down the board. It's called cross-stepping mm-hmm. um, and trying to nose ride or, you know, you may in certain sections of the wave, you'll want to step into the middle of the board so that you're um, kind of in perfect trim, mm-hmm. similar to like a boat mm-hmm. planing out. Um so that you're you're getting the most speed you possibly can through that section then there's other times you know you want to step back on the back of the board and slow yourself down so that the wave can catch up to you right and you know yeah different things like that yeah no appreciate you bringing that you know in my mind i'm drawing i'm painting those pictures but for those that have maybe not experienced that or they've only taken lessons but they're really stoked about surfing what you know where would you encourage them to look as far as a purchase, if they wanted oh. to go, let's say they've tried surfing, they were on a soft top, yeah, and and they they think, man, I could really get into this. What, yeah. what would you encourage them to to look at buying? Is anything over nine feet that's a single fin? Uh, I mean, if you've been on the soft top and you want to upgrade, now I'm a. I, I love the soft tops. I love yes. the wave storm. I've got one in my garage right now. <laughs> Monday night, Monday night, we were we were gathering together and just hanging out at uh, Mercer's Pier, uh-huh. and the tide was filling in. And it, lately, it's just been super fun. Little little spot is just jacking uh-huh. up, and um, all I had was wave storm. Uh-huh. And I left my fish at home, <laughs> and so I'm paddling out with all these shortboarders and you know, some some guys that were just blowing it up, uh-huh. and, and man, I was like having a blast on that yeah. on that on that soft top you can't have an ego on a wave storm it's just no. nothing but fun yeah <laughs> yeah it is in fact i had sent out to a group text i was like sundown sesh we're wave storming let's go and uh it ended up being maybe i shouldn't have wave stormed yeah. <laughs> oh that's a trip yeah but you can't go wrong with the wave storm yeah um, but, but that step up to a log yeah i'd um, say anything over nine foot yeah. single fin um and if you're just starting wear a leash yes please wear a leash <laughs> not only at Wrightsville Beach will you get a ticket but it's just for the safety of others yeah. and courtesy of others yeah you know when you ditch a board without a leash it's going places yeah and if there's somebody coming down the line on there on they're riding it and your board is laying there in front of them that it's gonna be bad for them you and yeah the boards until you can control it keep your leash on yeah <laughs> that's all I gotta say <laughs> that's cool um so what else about this session? Anything else come to mind? Man, I, that time of year too was just beautiful. Yeah, like it was so picturesque out there. Was sheet glass. There was a lot of like wildlife in the water. Mm-hmm. We saw some dolphins and maybe a couple sharks. Right. And uh, just this beautiful sunset. I mean, me and Nikki stayed out there for you know until the sun went down. And, like our arms couldn't literally couldn't <laughs> paddle anymore. We had caught so many waves. Did you get a ride back over? No, oh, we paddled back to make paddle <laughs> with spaghetti on. Yeah, it's brutal uh, coming back, especially with that uh, particular wind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the paddle back is not uh, <laughs> not ideal. Yeah, the wind and the tide against you—that's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, 
but yeah, I mean, it, it was just countless, countless wave after wave after wave like that. I remember, do you remember one one wave that Nikki and I both took off on? Okay, um, uh, we call it is you know you know party wave or whatever, and we take off, and he's like pretty deep, like right on the peak, and I'm just ahead of him, and I remember like he's hanging ten behind me, and then I step up. Uh, hang five and then turn around and hang heels behind him oh yeah and walk back and i'm like looking at him as i'm walking back and uh, uh we're just screaming and yes and and, yes uh, what a memory yeah yeah it, it is one of those things and uh and it's also it's funny we're talking about this session with Nikki and i now he's uh he actually moved away yesterday oh no yeah he's gonna be in wisconsin for the summer so oh uh, wow I, my surf buddy's gone so Oh, wow. uh, there's some waves up there yeah yeah and the, the great lakes <laughs> yeah along lake michigan yeah. um, no, there's there's some yeah there's, i think he, is he um i can't remember the sheboygan is that right uh-huh yeah yep, yep. yep. sheboygan is further south in on lake in, in wisconsin okay and then as you go up towards door county there, there's some breaks up there if, okay. if he's taking his gear he'll find some yeah i think he's gonna take his log yeah right? so maybe we'll find something absolutely and just be careful of the rocks yeah <laughs> yeah it's not as friendly as and the water here. is uh let's just say chilly yeah no sharks though <laughs> no 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 sharks <laughs> so uh, you had mentioned uh some wildlife over there at mason burrow yeah um what's the what's your sketchiest moment in the water oh man so um i used to teach surf lessons um for wb surf camp mm-hmm. um you know rick savelli yeah. and like the health yeah. crew um and i did it was like the first summer i worked for them and i did the day camp here in wrightsville um but he needed some help up in topsoil with like i can't remember which group it was but just needed a counselor to stay there for the week and mm-hmm. help teach and um we had gone up to the inlet I want to say it was in South Topsail. Um, so we went down to South Topsail and we had a group of, um, I don't know, probably like six to 10 kids out there. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But I remember like I was out there with fins on, pushing kids into waves. And then uh, another guy, his name's Jeff Carver, um, he, who actually lives in Outer Banks now, was down was with, their, with, with us out there. And so we had, I think, one other instructor as well. Um, but I was like kind of not paying attention and you know, any inlet, you just need to keep your, yeah. your eyes up. And, and it was around dusk too. So oh, it was just yeah. kind of that eerie time. Uh-huh. Everybody Shark calls it 30. feeding time. Shark yeah. 30. Um, and we saw just a 10 foot bull shark like, flapping around <sighs> in the inlet and like hitting something. And it was, I mean, it's pretty close like, yeah. within, you know, 30 to 50 yards yeah. of us. So not necessarily like we weren't in like very near danger, but it was close enough with 10 kids that weren't super familiar with the ocean Mm -hmm. where we wanted to get out of there fast. Um, (laughs) there's just a lot of bait in the water and then to see a shark hit like that, it was not, uh, that was unnerving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially a bull shark. Sure. Uh, They, they, they're non-discriminate with what they eat. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Or what they taste. Yeah. So that was that was probably the one of the sketchier moments I've had. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I do remember a couple of times where I've been longboarding and the water's been clear enough where I've surfed over yes. sharks and like seen them beneath the waves. But just little ones. Yeah. But that's, that's beautiful yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> well sick. Man, thanks for sharing that that, yeah. that Mason Burr story. Um we yeah. have to we'll have to come up with a, a, a fun, catchy title for this episode yeah, 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 yeah. based on on that. Um yeah. Hey, do you mind if we jump into uh, Hang 10? 
No, not at all. Let's do all it. All right. So hang 10, just 10 quick questions, sort of quick. Yeah. And uh, we'll see how this all comes together. What is your favorite wax? Favorite wax? Sticky bumps. Sticky bumps. Yeah. There you go. People try to convert me to the new sex wax and you know, stick to so the new sex wax. Yeah, the creamy stuff, not like the old school Real clear hard. sex wax, yeah. but like the the one that looks like sticky bumps. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think I've seen that yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, there was one that I found the other day. It's called Speed Humps oh. by Sticky Bump. I mean, by, by <laughs> Sex Wax. What a name! Yeah, I think it's Speed Humps by Sex Wax, and oh. that one actually had a little more tackiness to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh, I have to look. I think I got the box out in the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sticky bumps, good stuff. Uh, where do you like to go after a session like that at Mason Burrow to grab oh, a bite to eat? Man, probably adapt. Okay. Uh, like some of my, uh, I guess, fondest memories of meals uh, have been Saturdays. It's kind of become a tradition with my wife and I. It's like Saturdays, I'll surf in the morning. And I'll meet her over at her friend Haley's house down the road, like right across the Mercer's. I'll pick up poke bowls from Adapt. Okay. And we'll crush them on the beach. <laughs> it's the best uh, best post-surf meal. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Shout out to Adapt. Yeah, Adapt Juice Bar. Yeah. Hey, <clears throat> where do you, I know you're working hard every day. You never get distracted. But where, when you do get distracted, what website app do you go to to oh, look at the surf report? Man. Um... Well, it used to be Swell Info, but then it got weird. So, yeah. Magic Seaweed and Windy. Windy is Windy is honestly the most clutch. Windy? Yeah. How do you spell that? W-I-N-D-Y. Okay, so I didn't know if it was like W-D-N-Y. No, no. I -E, or, you know, <laughs> Pretty straightforward. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, Magic Seaweed, uh, I've found them lately to be pretty accurate. Forecasts are always, you know, sus as far as a week from now yeah, but yeah, yeah. that day the day before yeah i found them to be pretty pretty true it's good just for a quick look yeah just to see what's going i on. like to to do that and then look at uh tides by me app uh -huh. and then the weather channel just to see what yeah what the current winds yeah. are gonna do man as you see windy i'll yeah, have to check windy. windy out it's the best okay uh let's see inland waves inland inland so BSR, Surf Ranch, mm. if you had the chance to go to any inland wave, where would you go? Oh, I mean, Kelly Slater's wave pool, no doubt. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, to get tubed on a wave like that. I mean, BSR, I guess, tubes, but it doesn't look like Kelly's wave. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It, they're different, different setup. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I've heard and I've looked, but I, I don't have a completion time or like an update, but there's apparently a wave pool going in in Charlotte. Oh, really? And I it, heard about Myrtle Beach, but I didn't hear about Charlotte. I've heard Myrtle Beach and Charlotte, and it's modeled after the Wave Garden. Oh. And it says on the website, 2022, mid-2022, it's supposed to be done. Whoa. But I can't okay. find any updates. Like, maybe I'm not yeah. searching hard enough, but it's something uh, to keep an eye on. Yeah, that is definitely, definitely mm -hmm. keep an eye on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you like coffee? Oh, yeah, I love coffee. <laughs> I, I haven't always been a coffee drinker, though. Okay. No, I didn't start drinking coffee until I got married. Oh, me and my me and my wife, because she, she she got you into it. Yeah, yeah, we got an espresso and started drinking the espresso, and then uh, then yeah, I do. I I go and work at Vigilant Hope. Like, I do, yeah. or the roastery, like yeah. two to three days a week. Or oh, something good like deal. That, so yeah, I, I've thought about doing that too. I was talking with uh, with Jeremy, or it was Jonald. Uh huh. Well, his name's <laughs> not Jonald, but <laughs> I don't even know his real name now. No, Jeremy. No, no, yeah. uh, the other guy. Um, is it John or is it Donald? 
the younger guy in there? Yeah. Oh, I can't Is remember. John, honestly. I think Devin calls him Jonald. Okay. Somebody calls okay, him Jonald. Yeah. <laughs> I know we play Fortnite with, with him. And he's he's uh, he's got a funny gamer name. Uh, Carefree, Carefree Cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Yes. Adam on Xbox. There you go. Yeah. I play on PS4. <laughs> oh. PK surfs a lot. That's my gamer. <laughs> so so coffee. Is, so there's two questions here about coffee uh-huh. in this hang ten. One, are are you a cream before coffee or a coffee Whoa. after? Cream before coffee. Yeah. So cream goes in the cup, then you pour your coffee, or you do coffee then cream. Coffee then cream. Always. Okay. Always. Yeah. Okay. My wife and I are, are split on this. I'm a really? cream before coffee. It doesn't make a difference. So I, she just drowns her coffee with creamer so it doesn't matter to her i don't like to drown my coffee with creamer so i know exactly when i pour it in first how much i want yeah it's hard for me to gauge how much i want if i do it after yeah i always look at the color of the coffee to know to know how yeah much cream i want but if you go coffee before i mean cream before coffee and it's not your color you can always add yeah, I but if you if you accidentally look away and then notice too much cream, yeah, you know. Anyway, it's you something to think about. Yeah, this, <laughs> and you think about that one the rest of the day. <laughs> so, so now the second question that ties into coffee: If you could spend one hour with a surfer and have and share a cup of coffee for one hour, who would that be? Past, present, doesn't matter. Oh man, that's a tough one. I think uh, like one of my favorite surfer now is Harrison Roach. Okay. In Australia. Um, he never met the guy a day in my life. Um, definitely stalked him on Instagram a lot. <laughs> but he, he just seems like a big personality and he rips. I mean, and he rides all kinds of surfboards. Okay. That's what I like to do too. Like yeah. he rides, you know, thrusters, fishes, you know, single fin longboards, like mid links, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And he rips on all of them. And so uh, I would love to hear just some stories from him, especially him being on the like complete opposite side of the world for me in a different place. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, that'd be cool. Harrison Roach. Harrison Roach. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to check him out. You, do you know his Instagram offhand? Uh, I don't. Okay. No. We'll find him. So if you <clears throat> had to choose one board for the rest of your life, oh man, what would it be? Hmm. This is really tough. Cause like I said, I'm always at this, uh, I never know, like fish or longboard. Um, probably a, a longboard. Um, I'm getting two different longboards shaped right now. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. So one from Smith Surfports, Zach right. Smith here in town. Yeah. Um, he's building me one and it's going to be a nine five, um, kind of pig shape. Like I was talking about earlier, like wide point back, narrower nose, um, and honestly, that's probably it. Yeah. Just because it's very versatile. It's not like a super wide, like Californian, you know, nose rider, like stand on the nose for a lo- as long as you want kind of thing. It's more of a, oh, like you can do a lot more than just go yeah. straight on it. Uh, there you it's go. meant for turning and nose riding. And you can ride it in a little more critical wave. Mm-hmm. So honestly, that's probably the one. Okay. The, the other one I'm getting shaped is by this guy named uh, Tor. Uh, prism surfboards in hawaii okay and he's honestly he's become never met him in person but he's become like one of the 
just like my really, really good friends in, in Christ. Like yeah. We, we talk and share testimony all the time together and really? encourage each other. Yeah, we probably talk uh, probably twice a week and it always seems like we're on the phone for like an hour. Like, Excellent. Uh, yeah, he's an awesome dude. So yeah. look him up, Prism Surfboards. Prism Surfboards. And what was his name? Uh, Tor, his last name, I'm honestly going to but- butcher it. So sorry, Tor. <laughs> I believe it's Tor Sananta. Sananta, but Prism Surfboards Prism is his Instagram with okay. a Z. Okay. Yeah. We'll check them out. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, goofy or regular? Regular. Regular. Okay. Yeah. So, Mace, most times? Uh, yeah. It depends on the swell direction. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, go to sunscreen. We're out in the sun a lot. It's a Ooh. warm day today. What what do you what do you do? Because because like see my wrinkles. Yeah, I'm only thirty, man. Yeah. So make sure you wear sunscreen. <laughs> That's not what you told me earlier. <laughs> um, no, I uh, last summer I had this bottle of Surface sunscreen uh-huh. that worked really good. Yeah, had that all summer and had a face stick. Yep, that was really good. I like Surface that. face stick too. Yeah, okay, because I used the Surface. Okay. Uh, every every day as well and i uh, found it i got it out in california for the first time yeah and uh thought oh this is good reef friendly but it yeah. stays on longer yeah because like the is it like salt and stone or one of those brands I, i've had a couple of those like reef friendly like environment environmentally friendly sunscreens and some of them just didn't work that good and so surface i found yeah was the best one yeah same let's see how many questions is that three four five six seven eight nine one more question okay Oh man, <clears throat> you might be a kook if. Finish that phrase. You might be a kook if. Man, you might be a kook if. You think you're too cool for everyone else in the water. There you go. There you go. You got a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. Take it to the parking lot. Yeah. Now I am. I am a a fan of someone. Uh, like regulating the lineup if they're a local and like yeah. a well-known surfer. I mean, not myself. I've only been here for four or five years. I can't sure. go out there and call shots, but you know, guys that have grown up here and been here for years, I'm yeah. a fan of that. But, um, the guys that are like, you know, fresh to town and try to make all the rules and think they're cooler than everybody. I'm out on that. Yeah. Yeah. That is pretty kooky. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you shred or not. Yeah. If you're a jerk out in the lineup. Yeah. Just, no yeah don't do it yeah sick sick well hey man man time flies when we're having fun uh, so so austin thank you so much yeah, for, for you. joining us on this episode <clears throat> we always close our our podcast with with the earliest reference to surfing in historical literature okay where where do you think have you what, do, what would you say is the earliest historical reference oh my gosh i have no idea um hmm. i mean i 1500s 1600s the polynesians and yeah travel is yeah I, I, here here's where i and i might be stretching it okay uh-huh. i might be wishing something in existence but but let, hear me out okay all right it's in the bible okay acts chapter 27 okay there's the shipwreck that paul is in on his way to rome Oh right. yeah, you think he's surfing? Well, no. Let's listen to what the the, the text says. Okay. So the the passage in Acts twenty seven leads up this. They were in this bad storm, large ship. They're trying to make uh-huh. 
a safe haven somewhere yeah. and, they, and one of the they see a beach so they make for the beach open to find some calmer waters yeah <clears throat> and but they hit reef before they make the beach uh-huh. and they lodge into the reef the the waves are just pounding yeah. the ship's starting to break up uh-huh. and so they're like if you can swim swim to the beach yeah and and so it says those that could swim swam and then it says, and others made it in on pieces of the ship. So the ship's getting bound, pounded and breaking up. Yeah. And so they're floating on debris. But it, then it says, some on boards. Huh. And, and so in my mind, early Mediterranean you know, mariners, these guys knew the, the, the Mediterranean Sea. Could it be? Maybe. It, that, could, it, it could be you know maybe the captain the last one to go down with the ship he grabs his trusty 12 foot <laughs> wood board oh that's a stretch but I, it is a stretch. <laughs> anyway ladies and gents hope you enjoyed today's episode of my wave podcast thanks so much austin peace thanks guys Show.